Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies, the podcast that introduces you to coaches, entrepreneurs, and other experts who can help you live life more vibrantly. I'm your host, Lisa the Life Coach. I'm an anxiety coach for people struggling with perfectionism, imposter syndrome, and just anxiety in general. And today I had another amazing coach on. Her name was Kaylin Asher. She helps, you know, women grow or start their own business and you know she's been in business longer than I have and so it was really a lovely conversation for me but regardless of of whether you're an entrepreneur or interested in that she really you know shared a lot of important information about you know our time and our energy and and how we choose to spend those and you know what we can do to open those up and have more space, which, you know, feels like more time or more energy, but, you know, it's really just having the space to see what is there. And, you know, she does the three-day work week and she has, you know, a very successful six-figure business. So there's definitely something to be learned from her for everyone. So I know that you will enjoy this episode. I enjoyed my conversation with her. It definitely left an impact on me. So check it out. And if it resonates with you, you know, reach out to Kaylin and take that step and, and get started on that next phase of your life and just live vibrantly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I am excited again today to bring you a wonderful guest, and I will let Kaylin introduce herself. Thanks, Lisa. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. I'm Kaylin Asher. I'm a personal growth and business coach for women entrepreneurs who really want to expand their freedom and their fulfillment as they follow their soul's purpose and do work that's really meaningful for them. A lot of my clients find me particularly because they're attracted to my three-day work week, which I can share a lot more about if you want to hear any more about that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think I figured (laughs) that's what we're probably going to be talking about. But I, I just really have been determined to build my business in a way that enhances my life, doesn't overtake it or detract from it. I'm a mom of two little girls. I've got a six-year-old and my little one just turned four. My baby's four. So I just, when I became a mom, I became really intentional about the time I was spending on my business. And it had this really profound effect in that my business started doing so much better. And the year after I switched to a three-day work week from a standard five-day work week was my first six-figure year in my business. And it's grown ever since. And so I really recognized the power of of creating things on your terms and, and doing things in a way that feel feels really good and aligned for yourself and the transformational magic that that can have on on all areas of your life. So I'm excited to be here and share more on whatever feels like we're being called to share today. Awesome. And yes, that's that's very exciting. And I was definitely excited myself to get into that because that is what I am building and trying to move forward to is is you know, more time with, with, with family and doing things that I enjoy less time with the business. So for that reason, I do want to like emphasize that she said six figures at a three day work week. I don't think I would have believed it either. If you had told me six years ago when I just became a new mom, that it was possible to have 
two kids and a successful business and be working 15 or so hours a week. And not to say it's a perfect balance every day. I mean, all of that stuff brings its own challenges, but in general, it feels pretty, pretty good. And it's my, it's my norm. It's my standard now. And there's no question about, oh, should I, should I be working more? It's just, it's my new normal. So that feels really nice. Right. And I think that's very important for a lot of people to hear, especially mothers when they want to, you know, take care of their children, but they also kind of have that pull to maybe have their own business because, you know, not only do we have our own anxiety and, and I work with perfectionists. So this, that's a lot of issues with them with, with productivity and, and being, you know, doing all the things, but we also, that's kind of our culture. Now the hustle culture that you're always, that's just what we do now. You just go, go, go. But a lot of us, that's not what we want. <laughs> it is interesting, right? How we we say we want more ease and more enjoyment and more time with family and to have a break and to stop working so much. And yet when we attempt to move towards any of those things, we can have a lot of resistance between us and that. It's like, oh, well, I'm not being productive or I won't achieve or I won't succeed. And I know for me, there was a lot of my identity tied up in achievement. I was a straight A student in school and it just was how I was wired. And it's taken a lot of reprogramming to really embrace this concept of that I can do less. I can be in more of a receptive mode instead of a doer mode and actually accomplish more, achieve more, have more, create more. It seems sort of paradoxical, but when you start to play with it, it makes sense energetically. It feels, it feels good. Right. And you had mentioned that, that you were, had made some shifts down. So how maybe talk a little bit about, you know, shifting from that five day week to the three day week and how it opened up more space for you. Yeah. I realize now in, in looking back and studying that time in my life is it really was, you can see it on paper of, Oh, well, she went from a five day work week schedule to a three day a week schedule, but it really wasn't about the schedule at all. What I recognize now is it was a mindset shift that occurred. I went from thinking that I had to perform at a certain level in order to possibly earn certain results or in my business to really starting to own the fact that that's not what I wanted. I wanted something that gave me time with family. I had this new baby in my life at the time. And I remember thinking it would feel so good to work just three days a week. My parents lived close. My mom was going to be here in our house with her and then have four day weekends with my new baby and my husband. And it just, it felt really good first. And I had never allowed myself to start there. It was always, you know, what should I do in order to achieve this? You know, all the shoulds. And it wasn't intentional at the time. It just kind of happened. But when I asked myself what would feel good in the three-day work week idea landed, I realized that I made a mental shift that this is what I'm choosing for myself. And I'm going to show up in a way to make this work. And things felt natural, but I shifted some things. I went from selling lower ticket programs to high ticket coaching, serving the same list and community that I've been having, but a different offer, a more expensive offer. So it enabled me to leverage my time better. And I did a little bit of a rebrand, things that weren't feeling quite aligned now that I had stepped into motherhood. I let that go and owned this new side of myself. And so I'm sure that called new people out of my community 
And it all felt really natural and good. But I recognize now it all started from that belief shift from, oh, I have to prove myself. I have to earn. I have to work all the hours. I have to hustle to, I'm choosing this three-day work week and I'm going to make it work and I'll figure it out. And then the aligned actions, the aligned opportunities started to unfold from there. Right. And, and that's a good point to make, you know, a lot of time when we are just hustling and we are just trying to fill time that we just have to fill with action, it's not necessarily showing up. So it's not the most, you know, beneficial actions to our lives or our business. No, not at all. And I, I say when it comes to time, it's sort of like our homes. I realized it's just the more space you have, the more space you fill. And I recognize this when we moved, we were living in a, a small, like 600 square foot cottage when I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. And then we found the house we're in now and purchased it. And it's much larger, like five times the size. And within months, it was filled with furniture and filled with stuff. And it's like, you just expand. And that's what happens with our time too. If you have a really petite, intentional container of time in which you want to work, you're pickier about what you allow to get in that container when this work can bleed into any area of any day. And there feels like there's lots of time. There's suddenly lots more things to do. There's always a long to do that list. I have that, but I I'm more intentional about what I actually have to do. And then I'm at a point in my business where I can outsource things. I've got an online business manager who's been with me for years. I have a VA who handles things. I have coaches underneath me who do some of the coaching. So I'm I'm at a point where I can offload that onto other people. But in the beginning, it was really about making those choices of, is this worth my time? Is this going to bring me freedom, fulfillment, or financial expansion? And if it's not, maybe it's not something that's worth my time, like tweaking my website for the hundredth time. <laughs> right. And that was definitely like one of the things I was thinking about, you know, showing up is is probably something that you help coach people with because that's the difficult part sometimes is is showing up and putting yourself out there and engaging. So when you have like a five day work week, you actually like you procrastinate that. And that's what that's what's really gonna move things forward. But instead you procrastinate that with things like tweaking your website again and <laughs> Yeah, we find lots of ways to stay hidden, to stay safe. And the women I work with, like I said, are, are looking to grow an online presence and make money doing work they love. Something that I talk to them about is thinking if that activity plants a money seed, is it going to plant the seed for money coming through your business now or in the future? And if it's not, ask yourself if it's really an essential activity and something that you have to do right now. In the beginning, you want to focus most all of your time on those money seed planting activities because we have to commit to our businesses for the long haul. And if we're not taking the time and energy to plant the seeds for money and clients and opportunities, they're not going to suddenly show up for us down the road. We, have, we, we reap what we sow in all areas of our lives. And so I think that's really helpful if you can have a question to ask yourself or a little a little catch, you know, that helps you remember, oh, is this a worthwhile activity for myself? And check yourself and and be honest if it's really worth your time and energy in that moment. That that is an excellent point for for in your business, you know, looking at things that that actually plant that money seed. I think that's what, you know, moves you to that point where you can work less is when you have these things that are you've planted already. So when you're sleeping, when you're hanging out with the kids, whatever you're doing, they're growing and they're, you know, 
your business is growing while you're doing other things. Exactly. So you mentioned that for like within your business, looking at tasks, but you also, I heard freedom, fulfillment and financial. I missed the, the I forgot. Financial the expansion. Financial expansion. So tell me how you apply that in your life. Those, those three things. Yeah. I mean, freedom and fulfillment. Um, those are some of the, the core values I hold personally and professionally. And so that's something that before I even had words for it, I realized I was always striving to, to get to in my life and in my business. And it's also what I believe my three-day work week and when people see that, what that represents for them. It's not necessarily that everybody wants a three-day work week, although that would be pretty cool. <laughs> it's more about what it represents. And so I've, I've learned from talking to hundreds of women that it's about freedom and fulfillment and the opportunity to create financial financial freedom for themselves as well. And they're, and most of them are moms, like I said, so that ripple out effects for their family, for their friends, for their communities, for the world that can stem from that. But I really love those words. I use them a lot in my business because that's what I've recognized my, my women really resonate with. It's those core values. It's not just oh, I want to make a business to make money. It's about something much bigger and much deeper for them. Absolutely. So is then is that something maybe that that you teach or coach like to, you know, look at the actions you're taking, whether it's in your life or your business and kind of see, does it align with, with your core values? That is something that we work with our clients on is really getting aligned with your, your purpose and the, the strength that you have as an individual, the uniqueness that you have as an individual and bringing that out through the work you do, through the offers that you create and in how you show up for your ideal client. And so those are my values. And so if someone's a good match for my work, they hold those as well. And then we help them cultivate what it is that they should be saying to their, their people and then marking marking off the sort of basic steps in this is in our introductory program, um, Success Made Simple Accelerator, what they need to be doing to get that offer out into the world and to make those first sales and get those first clients. Okay. So you kind of mentioned then a little bit about the people that you align with and that work with you. So tell us a little bit more about what it is exactly that you do and who you work with, what you work with them for, what are, what are the results that they're getting? Yeah, of course. So a lot of the women who join my community are new or aspiring entrepreneurs. So they're at the beginning stages. They have a vision for their business, a dream in their heart, but they're feeling a little overwhelmed, a little stuck, not quite clear on the next step to take. A lot of them are struggling with imposter syndrome, even though often they have a lifetime of experience and education that has brought them to this moment. And where we meet them is we really give them a clear path forward. Yes, there's strategic things to do, like define your ideal client, figure out your signature offer. How are we going to market it? How are we going to sell it? But layered in and above and beyond and around it uh, is a bunch of mindset work. Because if you're not believing in yourself, if you're not believing in your offer, if you're not thinking it's possible for you to have a business that brings in $5,000 a month for your family or 10,000 or whatever it is that you're desiring, it's not going to happen if the belief isn't there. And so we do a lot of work before, during, and after sort of the core pieces of the, the business, the strategic actions 
to make sure our women are are feeling confident and feeling in alignment with what they're creating and feeling proud of what they're building. And the program is a, a live group coaching program. So they're also having support from me and the other in-house coaches and also each other. I think entrepreneurship can be a really lonely journey, especially in the beginning before we've sort of cultivated our peer group. And so I think it's really essential, whether it's you know joining a mastermind group or a Facebook group or a paid program, that we find find our peers, find women who are in the same place, understand what it's like to be in our shoes and be up against the challenges, obstacles, and mindset stuff that's coming up for us so that we can cultivate what we're looking to create in our lives. And so that's our entry-level program. Like I said, Success Made Simple Accelerator. Beyond that, for women who are more established, we have our mastermind. It's called Uplifted. And in that container, we're really helping women at that growth point in their business. They're making a few thousand dollars a month and they really want to get to that 10K mark. They want the solid six figures and they don't want to get there by overworking, overdoing, defaulting to probably a lot of their old habits and patterns. And so that program is really fun because I get to come together with women who are really on the rise and they just need a safe, supportive container in which to grow. They can feel the growth coming and growth can be uncomfortable. It can be challenging. And so we love creating a container that gives them clear steps to be supported and receive that coaching, receive the mindset work, receive the strategies that will help them up level to that next phase in their business. So good. So good. That's fantastic. And that kind of support is, I know as, as an entrepreneur myself is I would say essential. I'm sure some people do it without it, but I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I know I wouldn't want to either. I would not, I don't, I would not be where I am today without all the coaching and support and groups that I've been a part of over the years. It's been, it's been wonderful. And so many good friends made along the way. Absolutely. And so how do people who are interested in, you know, growing their business or starting their business, but also having free time <laughs> and things like that. How do they connect with you? Yeah, a great place to start is with my three-day work week schedule. You can find that right on my website, kaylinasher.com. And it gives you it three-day work week schedule. Everyone really likes having a visual for it. So it gives you the visual, the day by day, hour by hour breakdown of everything I'm doing, a very detailed explanation of what each block of time is um, allocated for, how I've set it up. And it gives some, some guidelines about how to begin to think differently about how you're using your time and other places to get more resources like my podcast. And I have master classes that roll out regularly and our free Facebook group. So there's a bunch of resources in that download that we can connect further and more deeply. And I think that's probably the best place to start because it's kind of the the entry point to all the rest of the conversation that we have because if we're a good match that way then the other information that we have in both free and paid content would probably feel really good as well. That's that's fantastic that you have those resources there that they could go and and grab and learn from and then also, you know, see if if they connect with you. That that's a really great offering. I love that. So, you know, I think obviously people are definitely interested in, you know, wanting to grow, expand, have their own business, be successful and not have to work all the time. 
That's amazing. But you had also mentioned when I asked you about the things that you work with, energy management. What does that mean? Because it sounds like I need to hear about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love calling it energy management instead of time management, because I think that's a more accurate description of, of how we interact with it. It's time management can work out on paper, but when we're living in our day, it's really about managing our energy. And so energy management is about knowing your best hours in the day. And so if you, know that you work best in the morning. If you're always spending your morning doing things for other people or doing stuff around the house or busying yourself with other projects, you're not going to get ahead on the things that are a top priority. And if you're a business owner like me, I know I have to use some of my best hours for my business. It's when I'm most creative. It's when I feel most in flow. It's when things I accomplish things the quickest. And so energy management is about that, capitalizing on your best hours. And it's also about not overworking, not pushing yourself too hard, too far for too long. Something that I've been playing with a lot lately is that moment when I can feel I'm going from like, work is fun to work is frantic, (laughs) stopping, stepping away from the computer, either permanently, like for the rest of the day, or at least for a good like 15 minutes to take my eyes off the screen, maybe step outside, get some fresh air. I think that's so essential to honor the energy actually in our bodies because I, for a long time, it was just like, push, push, push. Doesn't, I don't care what my body's saying. I'm going to work until the work is done. And it didn't feel good. I always felt burnt out. I'd feel like bleary eyed and so depleted at the end of the day. And we don't do our best work when we're like that. And so I think it's much better to get in a, a happy, healthy, flowy, productive two hours and push yourself for four hours, especially if you're working like late in the evening or something like that. The work isn't going to, it's not going to be infused with your best self. And so I think that as women, we become really accustomed to overgiving and depleting ourselves. And we have to, I know for me, make a really conscious effort, a conscious choice to honor our energy, honor our bodies, honor our cycles, all of that sort of thing so that we're feeling like our best selves, because then we'll be able to embody that out in the world and in the work that we do. Right. Absolutely. That's a, that's a really good point. And, you know, I've kind of been thinking lately along the same lines, you know, myself, an area that I'm, I'm self-coaching in with that is, I think there is a an element there of not believing that I can put out sufficient quality. So then that's why I want to substitute with quantity of work instead of, you know, sitting down and doing something that might be a little hard or scary um, that I I'm afraid I could fail at. I'm going to do, you know, a hundred other things (laughs) instead and be like, well, I got all that work done and, and use, use that, you know, kind of to, to build, build myself up, but it doesn't, it leaves you very, very tired and you still need to, to do the other, the bigger, you know, more creative type projects. Yeah. It's, it's a form of procrastination. Overworking can be a form of procrastination for sure. Where it's like, if I just keep myself busy with all the day-to-day nitty gritty stuff, I don't have to think about that big thing that I really want. That's scary to work towards. And we can be really distracted. I mean, I see moms do this a lot with 
just being so wrapped up in maintaining the home and being there for their kids and their partner. And, oh, well, I, I don't have time to pursue my dream because I'm so busy supporting everyone else's life. And in the process, they're just depleting themselves because they have nothing that's filling their cup. They just keep giving and giving. Right. And like you said, it it's the the idea of, of doing that thing that might fulfill them is also very scary. Yeah. And you can you can procrastinate that with a lot of, I'm sure a lot of mom tasks that see that can seem necessary. I uh, released uh, my other podcast episode this week about the laundry that comes up with a lot of my clients. Like, you know, we're working on these big things in their lives, these breakthroughs, but it almost always comes up the laundry. It's a big, it's a big issue. (laughs) Yeah. It's constant. It's like representative of the constant churn of life, the constant demand that life will always have on us and the constant distractions that are always available. And I think I can relate, you know, I've had moments where it's like, oh my gosh, like I've got all this stuff to do, but the laundry is sitting there and I haven't done laundry in so many days. And, you know, there's all these little clothes to wash. <laughs> right. And you um, know, you know how many days probably. It's yeah. Been. Exactly. Like, oh, it's been that many yeah. days since I've done the laundry. <laughs> but I, I think that that's amazing what you're doing, you know, for women, helping them connect with their, their passion and purpose and also not be tired and, bur- and burnt out in the process. Mm-hmm. So what would you say then to kind of like maybe some last words of of wisdom or guidance to someone who's listening and they're interested in in having their own business or or growing it but you know they just don't see how that's possible for them. I think it's really important to know and remember and this is my truth that our dreams were given to us for a reason. My dreams are different than your dreams are different than anybody else's out there. And this vision that we have implanted in us, this seed of a purpose, isn't there by mistake. It's not there to set you up to fail, you know, that you go for it and fail. It's there to guide you towards your highest self and becoming the most fully expressed version of yourself. And so if there's something in you that has been calling you for a while, honor it. And it doesn't have to be in some big, bold, flashy way where you declare it to the world and change everything on social media. It could be this like quiet love affair, you know, that that's secret and private for a while, but just, just dance with it a little bit. See, see what it reveals to you. Have fun with it. I think that's something that I need constant reminding of that things don't have to be so serious. We can have more fun and more play. So play with it like a child would with something that they are excited about. And beyond that, I think a lot of us have this destination in mind, this future something that we envision down the road, but we're not there yet. And so right now we feel stressed or worried or haggard, or we're pushing ourselves, have to work hard someday so I can take it easy and enjoy and have freedom and fulfillment and all the things we were talking about. When in truth, the journey has to align with the destination. The energy doesn't match. If you're stressed out and struggling, it's not going to get you to success and fulfillment. They just, they aren't a match for one another. The quickest way to get there is to be in that energy of play, is to show up with an open mind and an open heart and just have more fun. And then opportunities will arise. Interesting people will cross your path. You'll hear something for the 15th time. You'll finally understand what it really means. You'll feel ready to take that step, that action. And 
it'll start happening. And before you know it, you'll be six months, a year down the road and look back and be in a radically different place doing radically different things. And it wouldn't have felt hard at all. Absolutely. That that's fantastic. And I, I, I love that, you know, the idea of, of more fun and playfulness because like just when you're approaching something that may seem hard or difficult, you know, having more of a, a childlike mindset of, of curiosity and how can this be fun and, and how can I enjoy this? Because that's like you said, that's the destination you're looking for is some a place where you're happy and enjoying your life. So, you know, how can I make that happen right now? And that's going to make that whole process much more enjoyable along the way. And really, that's what you have, right? Just this moment. That was beautiful. I, I appreciate that. We are so excited to have you today. Thank you for your time on, on a weekend. Oh, of course. I was happy to make this time to chat with you and loved our conversation. I hope it it helps whoever's listening. Some little nugget was just what they needed. <laughs> yeah, I think that you you dropped several things that are going to leave an an, an impact in people's lives. So I appreciate that. And for those of you listening and this message did resonate with you, I'm sure that there are many of you, you know, she she shared how to reach out to her and that will also be in the show notes. And I encourage you to overcome, you know, whatever fear you're having about that and just go ahead and reach out. She talked about, you know, the, the free ways that you can just connect and start absorbing. So just take that step and reach out and you won't regret it. And Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Kaylin, and get out there and live vibrantly, guys. <laughs>